0: people expect other people to have all of the answers all yeah. of the time yep. and and we have to have grace to our fellow brothers and sisters human beings that we don't all have the answers and that's okay and yeah. don't eat each other alive because we don't all have the answer yeah and that's okay we got our sack lunches for our field trip.
1: It's recording.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Steve and Matter on a field trip.
2: Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, it's lunchtime. We came home on our lunch break to record.
1: Okay, I kind of love this. This is the first time we've sat down on a Wednesday right after the episode dropped mm. and are recording again. Yeah. And it's kind of like got me all excited.
2: And I I listened to the episode this morning. I did too. On the way to and from yoga. I haven't finished it, but I'm
0: probably about three quarters of the way through. Do you want me yeah. to tell you how it ends? <laughs> yes. <laughs> how does it end again?
1: Uh, with yeah. Jessica crying.
2: Oh. <laughs> Which you probably can't tell. Unless you know. You can
1: tell a little bit. Well, and when I'm listening to it on fast speed, so I don't know if you yeah. can tell or not when it's on slower speed. Anyways. I okay.
2: did like this episode, though. It was seriously like one of my favorites.
1: Yeah. One, I, yeah, I think people are enjoying it because it's it's a topic that it's hard to talk about. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that draws people to us is that we're willing to obviously have these hard conversations and love each other through all of this, even though we don't agree.
2: By the way, the episode we're talking about is gays in the church. Which it's
1: it's gonna be this will be
2: next week. We're recording right now for this coming Wednesday. Oh okay. So So it'll be the one you just listened to.
1: And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go listen to it before you listen to this week's episode.
2: It does seem to be a topic that tons of I mean, pretty much, I would guess, people in the church have thought about and have not quite figured out what their stance is for a lot of people, I feel like, or have a stance that they have a hard time reconciling with. Just like you, Jessica, balancing these two worlds and making it work. And that's who I've heard from is people who either have had that thought but have never really vocalized it or people who are just like, I am yelling at my phone right now because I'm so, I so agree with you on this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and part of the whole point of this of this conversation is to help people feel seen, right? Yeah. To understand that no matter where you're coming from and all of these different viewpoints that we bring up, there's nothing right or wrong about that. It's just different. And so, yeah. Okay, let's get into this, Matt. Matt just sat down. <laughs> I handed him a review to read. And we're actually going to read two. So read that first one, and then we're okay. going to read the other one.
0: Okay. So here is a review. It's a five-star review. Thank you very much. The title of this review is Love in many ways. I found this lovely podcast a few months ago, and I have wanted to leave a review for quite some time, but it was the most recent episode that got me to hear. finally. I love this podcast for so many reasons. I grew up in Idaho within the Mormon church. I'm a divorcee and now remarried. Divorcee, Matt. <laughs> I'm a divorcee. Thanks, Steve, for correcting me and interrupting. <laughs> And now remarried with three stepkids. But listening to Jess talk about her role as stepmom and how she navigates her relationship with her stepkids and their mom gave me a reminder that that I needed to hear. You don't have to accept the negativity. I feel like I have spent the last five years trying to win over my kids, my kids' mom, and it's been a losing battle. I loved hearing that Jessica doesn't even respond to the texts and deletes them as soon as she had let Matt read them and carries on. So thank you. Thank you for reminding me that I can do what I'm trying to teach my kids to do. You can't control other people, but you can control your reaction and what you let into your environment. Love, love, love this podcast in so many ways. Happy birthday month to you, Jessica. I'll wait patiently for a balloon animal to be made by Steve and shipped by Matt. <laughs> okay,
1: that's the reason I love this review. I love this review for a lot of reasons, but that last part just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for leaving a review. And if you are listening to this podcast and you are loving it...
2: Clearly, please... you are listening to it. <laughs> yes. <Yeah.
1: laughs> if you're loving it, along with listening to it, please go take a screenshot, share on social media, share this podcast... So that more people can enjoy it along with you and with us. Okay, so we're going to read one more. And Matt, did you still want to talk about this one?
0: Sure. Okay. If if this is the four-star review that we got. It's the four-star
1: review, which is great.
0: Because I would love to get Steve's perspective on this as well. Matt
1: wants Um, to talk about this.
0: So here's the four-star review that we just got. It says, you can be happy in any situation. Thumbs up. I related to the struggle to find joy even in the toughest times. As the spouse of an addict, Steve and Jessica's story is familiar. Thanks for the reminder that it's my responsibility to find my joy. Thumbs down. Anne. Mm. Woo! More grace for Anne. I'm often cringing, wishing that axe could be left buried. Yeah. Counterproductive. Gossiping. Ganging up. Heart. Binge the whole podcast in five days of yard work and laundry. <laughs> mm. So, obviously, we're probably just getting a four star because this listener is cringing at the fact that anytime we talk about Anne, which is my ex, that she just cringes and she wants us to bury that axe, bury that hatchet, right? Mm-hmm. I wish Anne was a hatchet.
1: We wish she could she's be a buried, person, right? She's a person. This is part of our real life.
0: That kind of sounds weird. She <laughs> wishes she could be buried.
1: What did I say?
0: I wish she could be buried.
1: Okay, yeah, that's not what I meant at all.
0: (laughs) No, no.
1: Keep going. Say it differently for me. Say it better.
0: No, like, Anne is a person and an individual and a human being and is the mother of my children. I'm going to have to be dealing with her no matter what until my kids are 18 or 19 years old.
1: And probably well after that.
0: And I so wish that a lot of these things that we discuss here that I could totally just, and and we have, we've dealt with them. We've navigated this, the things that have come up with the way that we co-parent. So yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I have a hard time with, I'm not going to forget the things and the experiences that I've gone through with dealing with Anne, just to potentially fall back into the latency and mistrust that I've, I felt.
1: Well, and we share them because we have healed from those. Like, yes, things come up that are still painful and whatever, but it's something that we've dealt with and processed. And we're not trying to be gossipy or whatever, but we're trying to share and help other people feel seen because these are real life situations that so many people go through. And so we want them to understand that you're not alone in this. This is how we've navigated it. Maybe it can help you too, type thing, right? right? So it's, and we've been selective in what we've shared. (laughs)
2: i i do think the three of us sharing our sides of this story not that i have a side of the story with Anne, but like you guys sharing your side of the story and her i mean clearly this is this side of the story there obviously is another side of the story we of course unfortunately don't that that isn't going to be shared on this podcast like it's not something that can take place so I, i can see why someone might see it that way but what's the alternative? I mean it's it's not something that can be shared here. Well, you you can only share your perspective and right. your experience as you've gone through this. Luckily, Jessica and I are able to provide both sides of our story, so and that's
1: you know, why that's, we try to focus more there, right? Yeah. Then yes, we talk about the other side of things, Matt's but, and Ann's relationship, but
2: And I know but like Matt, you've got to share your story. Jessica, you too. But you guys have got to be able to share and I know there was, correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but there was a little bit of a battle initially about how much do you share? How comfortable are you giving details of all of this, knowing that, you know, you that there would be fallout with Anne from it. And, but it's your story. Right. These are things that have shaped your, where you are now and how this you got here. And, exactly. And Anne played a big role in that. Yeah. And, and, and,
0: and honestly, for somebody to tell me to bury the hatchet, like that's. Basically telling me, like, go ahead and forget of everything that, that has happened in your life and, and right. who you are. And just, <laughs> just, just ignore these things that have been a huge
2: source of challenge and struggle and pain for you. I mean, that's yeah. Uh, anyway, something that would be much easier said than done.
1: And I do but, want to say, like, I appreciate these reviews oh, when absolutely. we get out. Like, I like that when people get us thinking about things of, well, why are we sharing this? Like, what's the point behind this? Is there a point? Am I doing this for the right reasons or am I doing this to be gossipy or to whatever? No. And so, and while it's not going to resonate with everybody, like there are things that you're going to cringe at no matter what you're listening to or exposing yourself to, you're not going to 100% agree. So I love that you bring that this person brought up that perspective and shared her thoughts of, well, this part of her that didn't resonate with our story, which is real.
0: Yeah. And that's totally fine. So- And that doesn't mean that I don't love this person who gave us this review. Like,
1: Yeah. Well, and I also think (laughs) to the review that you read before that, I didn't plan this, but now that I'm thinking about it, the review before that, she was helped by us sharing these stories, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where she was getting a lot of her support from, uh, from me, of sharing my perspective as a stepmom. That's where she connected. So it's really, you know, things are going to resonate with some people.
2: Exactly. There are going to be things that someone really... Connects with and things that probably rub them the wrong way, and I have to wonder if last week's episode.
1: Yes, <laughs> that's what I was just going to get into. I, I
2: wouldn't be surprised if we got a some a review or two that some my stance made someone cringe or yours, Jessica or Matt's. Like, surely there are people who totally will resonate with the way one of the three of us views that topic, and there will be oh, people we, who
0: cringe. We know that people are cringing, yeah, but we also know that people are also rooting. Like, yeah. yeah there's and and that's the thing that it's like there are always like you said earlier two sides of the story and there's we all are allowed our own opinions and right yeah and yeah.
2: and someone how do i say this like someone who the other side of the story of any story which there there will be might be different than what you know someone else's side of an interaction will be different than my side of that interaction but we both are validated in experiencing what we experienced. They will be two yes. very different experiences based on our perspectives and our views and where we're at in life then and what it means to us and certain aspects of that that were painful or were motivational or whatever it might be. I mean, Matt, you're very much validated in, in your experiences with Anne. And the point real. is, every side of a story is worth sharing and worth hearing. And yeah, I hope that people can hear any side of our stories and understand where it is that we're coming from.
1: Well, and then we also, I feel like when I share my story, I get to see some of my blind spots, right? Of where I'm coming off as, or where I'm holding on to my ego, even of feeling like I'm right and justified in all of it and seeing, and it opens me up to think about it. Okay, well, I just said that. And hearing that out loud makes me think about it a different way. So I think there's part of that too, yeah, which we talked about in the last episode, kind of letting go, being humble, letting go of your ego. And so, okay, so from last week, I want to share a couple things that have come up already. I shared a post the night before last week's episode dropped. And...
2: I read those comments last night.
1: Yeah. Did you read all of them? Because I deleted a few of them. Oh,
2: I read them from my Instagram. So yes, I read them all. They were were still there. Oh, on
1: Instagram. No, I left all the ones on Instagram I can't delete. Or Facebook.
2: I don't know which I was on.
1: The ones on Facebook were the ones... And actually, I just...
2: I woke up at 3 o'clock this morning. Oh, you did?
1: Yes, because... Oh, wow. And not that it was bothering me at all, but I feel like... I have a hard time with Facebook and, like... Contention. People, yeah, the contention, and then just the narratives. Like, it gets so long and intense, and I struggle when that starts to happen. I love hearing people's feedback. I love those things. And even, like, things that when people don't agree with me, like, I'm totally open to that.
2: But you don't want to be the source of a no. Facebook fight. Between, no, I don't. Between Facebook people that, who even knows who these people are? and like Oh,
1: I, I know them.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> but it's just like, I'm like, okay, this there was some good in this, and I see the good, and now we're going to move on. And so that was kind of where I was at. It's like, I'm going to move on from this. Mm. And the sad thing is that there were some things that were, there was one comment specifically that came, uh, that was put up that I was like, This is so mean. And this is exactly why not mean to me, but this is exactly why we're doing this is to hopefully create some understanding about why you can't say these things. Like they were comparing homosexuality to bestiality and like things like that. And I was like, okay, we've crossed the line, right? Like this is not the same. (laughs) And so that's ultimately, I was like, all right, we got to. I'm just gonna archive this on it, on Facebook. Yeah, I didn't and see. I didn't see those to me comments. And always taps on Facebook. What is it about Facebook?
0: Well, were you part of uh, Facebook when uh, what's his name Donald Trump uh, was <laughs> going against Biden? Do you remember this? <laughs> and it just, it just—I I knew festered, that was sarcasm from the second you started talking. That <laughs> it just festered this like hate. Yeah, and it does this seem... angriness of. Let's headbutt. Yeah. Because we are Rams. And so we're gonna headbutt. Yeah. And
1: and the only reason I could come up with that Facebook is more that way than Instagram. I mean, Instagram, you definitely get that. Yeah. But Instagram's more on your phone, right? Like oh. it's more geared towards being on your phone.
0: Yeah, and Facebook
1: and so, you, know, people have you get keyboards. more on. You can like if you have something you really want to say, you jump onto
2: your computer. Your
1: computer. I don't you think to is get that on a my thing, computer. Though? Is that on like Instagram. a
2: normal thing? I mean Oh, I yeah. think so. Okay. I think
1: that's why you get these long, which is fine. Like, I, I don't mind people expressing their feelings you start and
0: start to become on Facebook, but a keyboard warrior.
1: It gets you know? too overwhelming for me to read like all of it. And I, I feel like I should read all of it because I started the conversation, right?
0: But at the same time, it's your platform, your rules, right? Yeah. And um, so that's
1: why I archived And,
2: and it. your message. Yeah. Like, we are, we have an intent here to put out a positive message. Yeah. If something we share becomes less than positive and contentious, we're going to take it down. Yeah. yeah. It's not accomplishing what we want it to accomplish.
1: Yeah. And I think that's where I struggle is like when I feel like it's not accomplishing what I set out to do or, or it's not bringing like a good conversation, then I just kind of I archive it or I delete it or move forward because I, I want to create conversation, obviously. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't have dropped that episode last week, but I want it to be done in a way that's, that's healing and loving, and not just mean, sarcastic comments. And that's or what not started just coming a
2: out. Dig in your heels and yes, d- and preach, right. preach your viewpoint. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is absolutely not our message. No, it is believe what you want to believe, and support others in believing what they want to believe. Yes, yes, among other things. But right. I
1: 100 percent agree.
2: And, and don't be a dick
1: yeah and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. and while i i like i see the point in people doing that and whatever that's not how i roll and so i just yeah anyways it was interesting to read. and i think i couldn't fall asleep i told matt i did not fall asleep easily last night and i think it's because of those few comments that were made that were that were mean hmm. and like i said they weren't mean to me
2: what time did you archive it this morning oh it's a good thing I woke up at 3 in the morning then, so I could read it before you did. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been Instagram, though, because I didn't see any of the negative ones. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys have any thoughts when listening to it this morning that you wanted to circle back around to?
2: I had something I wanted to share about it that I, like the day after we recorded, I saw someone's... I took a picture of his screenshot, but I can't find it now. Oh. But it was someone who is... Uh, who is gay and is active in the church and has chosen to live a life that allows him to maintain his standing in the church. And, I, gosh, I wish I could find that dang screenshot because the way he worded it was just so... He said, I'm sitting in church right now, listening and loving the messages that I'm hearing, but feeling like this sinking in my heart of trying to reconcile how I'm never going to be able to have this and a real relationship with someone that I genuinely love. And I don't know, he's, he said it better than that, but just so tied into what we yeah. talked about of of the sacrifices someone will, will have to make to stay in the Mormon church and not to choose that over to choose to have a, a, an authentic relationship with someone of the same gender.
1: Yeah. Well, and one of the things that I thought about and I've thought about a lot is the whole, like your point, Steve, of the unchangeable God.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I feel like I just view that very differently than you do on what it means for him to be unchangeable. And for me, it comes down to the fact that he's unchangeable in his love, right? Like, and that's kind of where we ended last week is that things might change and progress, but God's love which is at the core of his gospel, is what stays the same, right? Like it's what continues forward. So that's the only other thought that I really had about it.
0: So some of the thoughts and feelings that I had after listening to this episode, so I haven't finished it. I, like I said, I think I have like 15 minutes left. But again, I I try to go back and re-listen to every single one of our episodes just so I can truly listen to it nonstop and see, okay, what is it that I'm feeling? And so as I was listening to this and in most of the episodes, I always think about what are my children hearing when they are going to listen to this episode, right? Yeah. And, and, and when I thought about it that way, I, I got some goosebumps and mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I truly hope and pray that my children listening to this episode get out of it that their dad and their stepmom and their husband-in-law, <laughs> dad, whatever, <laughs> See, like truly loved people and yeah. truly wanted to do the best that they possibly could in any circumstance that they were given or any mm-hmm. any cards that they were dealt they they tried to make the best out of it and then it led me to the other thought which was people expect other people to have all the answers all yeah. of the time yep. and and we have to have grace to our fellow brothers and sisters human beings that we don't all have the answers. And that's okay. And don't eat each other alive because we don't all have the answers. Yeah, And that's okay. And so those were my thoughts as I was listening to it from last week's episode. Anyways.
1: Well, and that was kind of the point of my post is, listen, I don't know how this all works, but I love Both sides of this, of my life. I love both sides of me that feel these ways, like this love for the church and this love for my fellow men. Like, and I feel like they go together, even though people may not understand how I feel that way, right? Like, Steve might not understand how I feel like they go together, and that's okay.
0: From your post that you made last night, do you think that there were some people that portrayed this post that you had written? As to you were leaving the church?
1: Oh, sure. I'm sure some people will take that way, right? Because they want to project on onto me their thoughts and feelings around that, right? Okay. Like I always feel like, and I know this every time I make a post, every time we drop an episode, like people are going to interpret this according to their experiences and their perspective, right? Right. And that's fine. If I'm putting something out there, they get to do that. And like, then I always worry, okay, I think about like, well, what's Matt's family going to think about me when I post this? And what are my parents going to think about me? And I actually got a big old long text from my mom last night. And so just things like that, you know, like,
0: what what are they going to think? If you want to share. It'd take about 40 minutes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought about sending your mom a text today because... (laughs)
1: We talk about her crying. Yeah.
2: I feel like I need to send her something reassuring.
1: <laughs> I don't know if they've been, I don't know where they're at in listening to the podcast. I don't know either, but. I know they were very diligent. I don't know where they are right now.
2: I just want her to know that that came from
1: and it was a in place support. of love from all of us. My mom's, my mom's text was ultimately in support. But again, it comes from her view and her experiences of projecting her feelings and things onto what she thinks I'm experiencing and feeling which isn't the same. And that's fine. Yeah. And
0: and if it was the same, well, life would be boring.
1: And that's what we came mm-hmm. to at the end of the episode, right? That if we weren't different, how could we ever learn to love as Matt and I believe Christ wants us to love, right? It would be easy. It wouldn't be complicated. It wouldn't encourage us to grow.
0: But it's complicated, people. <laughs> it's
1: complicated. Okay, so- Steve, So Steve,
0: on that note, sorry that I interrupted, but- on that note, what is it that you want to follow as an example of love? Are you asking in? Just, yeah. It's, what is it that, because we, we all have like mentors or whatever that we want to emulate, that we want to be like, that we want to, I, I was just, I'm just curious. And if you don't have one, that's totally fine. Putting me on the spot. <laughs>
2: I don't know what to say to that. Okay. You can think about it. Yeah. I'll, I'll think about it.
1: It's an interesting question. Okay. So I've gotten several messages this morning already about this episode, which I when I start getting <laughs> when I start getting messages right away, I know it's resonating with people one way or the other, which is exactly what we're going for. And I got one from a friend who I I haven't talked to her much in the last little bit, but I love this friend and she doesn't actually listen to the podcast that much but she listened to this one and she said i'm inspired by your relationship with each other and your honesty about your feelings and that to me she said more than this but just that part i was like that's what we want right mm-hmm. and not that you have to be honest about your feelings all the time cuz i had somebody else who was like oh i feel like i need to be more open with my brother or friend about their feelings about the church and And let them know that we can have these conversations and all those things. And I almost wanted to be like, okay, but
0: it doesn't work for everybody. It doesn't
1: work for everybody. And that's okay, right? Like my dad has left the church. And honestly, I've never really had a a deep conversation about about that with him. And I feel like we don't need to. Yeah, There
0: there may be that feeling that it never comes up and that's okay.
1: We have conversations about the church and whatever. He knows how I feel. I know how he feels. But it's never been like this deep conversation about why he's left. But I know we don't need to have that. But
0: it doesn't change each other's love for each
2: other. And I was just going to say, do you know what I love about that all is it didn't change you guys' relationship, at least from my perspective. And I obviously am an outsider there. But you guys are still so close. You're still a daddy's girl. He yeah. still is the first person to be at your side at the drop of a hat if you ever need anything. He bam, yeah. he is here. And oh, do just, you need to
0: put up a picture
2: frame? There's Craig.
1: <laughs> did you're, he help me paint Penny's room last week? Heck yes. You're, he did. you're
2: you're pulling weeds in the backyard. He shows up with a <laughs> shovel. You're painting. He shows up with a roller. He just.
1: It is literally anything. And, and I have... love
2: seeing that, and I I like very much. Here is Matt. You asked what kind of who I look to as an example. Craig is one of the examples I look to. I want to have the kind of relationship with Penny as an adult when she gets there that Craig has with Jessica. I yeah. love it, and I have always loved seeing it. So yeah. there are many relationships like that that I look to, but that is one that is now come to come to yeah. my mind.
1: And so, so why I'm sharing that because I want people to understand that just because we have this hard conversation and we can do this doesn't mean you should do this with everybody that you love and that's in your circle. My dad is one of the people I am the closest to as Steve was just sharing. And yet this is a conversation we've never really dove into.
2: Is it? And why is that? Is it because you don't feel a need for it? You don't feel it would be beneficial or you're scared to have it?
1: I'm not scared to have it.
2: I didn't think you are. I think we
1: would come out fine from it. I think we both just feel like What's, it's not necessary what, for us. What benefit like, would yeah. it give either of you? Because, yeah, what is it going to get either of us to sit down and have this conversation? And maybe he hasn't even noticed that we haven't had it. I don't know. <laughs> but I know it's been a conversation that's been had with my other siblings and obviously with my mom. But it, it hasn't been my between conversation. Him between him and them? Yes. Okay. But not between him and I. And even Matt and my dad have talked more about it, I think, than oh, a little bit. Yeah, but tiny bit. So while I do think it's important that we have these conversations, and, but I think it's even more important to understand with who and where and to make sure you feel safe in having those. And honestly, the three of us obviously feel comfortable having those conversations. Like listening to that episode and hearing us come out laughing and then me crying about our relationship and all of these things. And I just felt like it was this great moment between the three of us is awesome. And even when it doesn't, and that way you can still get back to that point. It's not that they always go this way, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. Yeah.
2: Well, I walked away from last week's recording feeling that much more confident in our relationship. And again, listening this morning, like just the way that episode went as it circled back around to how we support each other and how we mm-hmm. expect support in return. And it was just nice for me to be reminded of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I also somebody reached out to us who is in a mixed orientation marriage and active in the church mm. and I thought what was, they
2: say because I would love to yeah,
1: so their perspective of this was that um because
2: again, this is a perspective I just
1: you can't I don't understand, understand it well i it's interesting because Steve can't imagine being in a mixed orientation marriage ever again, and oh. What?
2: Sorry. You said, oh, they're in a mixed orientation.
1: They're in a mixed orientation marriage.
2: I was thinking same-sex marriage, but either way. Oh,
1: okay. No. So they're yeah. in a mixed orientation marriage.
2: Meaning gay man is married to a straight woman?
1: Um. Yes. Okay. Or lesbian. Or vice versa. Or Lesble. bisexual. Like, I've heard from okay. all the types of different situations still okay. active in the church in a mixed orientation marriage. Okay. And I'm not going to go into details because I don't want to. Them- sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, that wasn't
2: my intention. I just want to clarify what a mixed orientation marriage yes. is to someone who might not be familiar so with So somebody
1: term. who's married somebody else that feels different about their sexuality, right? Yeah. Homosexual to a heterosexual,
2: heterosexual or, or whatever. Yeah, any.
1: And they're still active. And they said that, you know, their feelings at this point in not having the church support gay marriage is that if the church did change that, like what turmoil does that now cause for them in their marriage oh. because they've made a choice to stay together
2: because this thing is off limits and they're going to yes. choose to follow what is acceptable and, and that's what,
1: what they want at this point
2: if all of a sudden a different path becomes acceptable yeah wow and
1: I hadn't thought about that like yeah. seriously what does that do to your marriage at that point that
2: sounds devastating to me yes to, to the can you imagine if you and I Okay, let's say that let's go back you would be gone. Many years when you and I were still together and if all of a sudden they said it's now acceptable, gay marriage is now accepted in the church, that would be that would have been devastating to us.
1: I could not have asked you to stay.
2: And to me personally, I probably would have been freaking ticked. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't at all mean to imply that I would take back those years or change those because, I mean, you know, no regrets. But at the same time, it's like, yeah. we worked so hard yeah. to make our seven years of marriage work. And if all of a sudden we were told... Guess what? You could have done it this other way. Mm -hmm. You could have done it the way that actually was natural for me, you know, speaking for myself. Like, you could have taken that natural path and it would have been okay. But instead, I took the unnatural path because it was what I was taught was okay. Like, that would have been a very devastating blow to me personally.
1: Yeah. So it's just another perspective to think about. And then I started thinking about all these other perspectives that I haven't thought about. Of active people in the church or inactive people or whatever. There have gotta be so board, many different So many different situations and scenarios. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, that man. might
2: relate to this in some way, but are very yeah. different than what our experiences yeah. have been.
1: And honestly, Steve, I feel like whether it'd been an accepted path or not, when you and I had gotten married, you wouldn't have been ready to come out. Yeah. And honestly, you this is me coming from where we're at in our marriage, and you can say whatever you want about this. But I felt that you needed to know that somebody loved you and accepted you, a hundred percent for who you were.
2: I definitely did, and you gave it, me that.
1: Yeah, in order to be ready for that, and yeah. I do feel like that was something I was able to give you,
2: right, and support you through. And so I feel and I like- really do mean it. Like as rough as things were and have been, and as crazy as it has made life for all of us, like I wouldn't change it. Yeah,
0: it's just we've all, we've all come to a good place, and-, and because you've given them that, you are still able to continue to give that. Yes. And you do. I yeah. feel that.
1: And another thing that I always try to make clear too in that is that I knew I was able to give that. Like for me, that worked, right? And our situation. But that is not always the case. And so I always don't, I I don't want people to think, oh, well, she was able to do that. She could, she could take this on. That doesn't mean it's right for somebody else. So don't put more on yourself because you feel you're trying to live like I did. If you want to live like like we're living, do what speaks to you and what you know is healthy for you and manageable and emotionally healthy. Like that's that's huge. Yeah. Okay. Any other things? Is you this guys what we were actually about? planning
0: on recording today or did we have a topic? No, this is what I decided
1: <laughs> okay. we were recording today. Okay.
0: Yeah. Just <laughs> no. didn't know we were going to be doing this until I chatted with you this oh. morning of, hey, can we maybe wait, make this work so
2: anyway. okay i thought so cuz i saw your post saying you were going to be recording tonight which, what do you want to talk about yeah. but...
1: no and then as i as i saw comments coming in and saw different things well from my post last night and then people responding to our podcast this morning i was like i think i think there's some value here in revisiting a couple of things and just having a follow up episode which we don't normally yeah. get to do like right after the fact which yeah. i'm really excited about I don't know why. It mm. just made me happy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it will be interesting to listen to this podcast, this episode in like 10 years from now. Oh,
1: it'll Depending be Depending so on how
2: things have changed. Yes. Yep. Society's views, the church's stance. Yeah. I'll, I'll be really, it'll be interesting to see where all of this goes. Yeah. And yeah. to come back and listen how it was.
1: Okay. So one more thing that I was thinking about this morning is there's like these moments <laughs> I want to see if either of you relate to this. I'm assuming Matt will definitely not, but...
2: Definitely not? <laughs> what, is that? what does that mean? We'll find out, Steve. Okay, so... There's a scenario that Matt will definitely not relate to. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> and neither of you might. <laughs> and I'm just putting that out there because I don't know... I, I don't know if this is normal or not, or just me. So, it, last night, all of these reviews, like, people are commenting on this post. And, like, well, yes, I agree and disagree with different things and have my opinions and whatever. I don't get, like, highly emotional about this stuff. And even going in today, I was thinking, okay, I should feel more around this situation. Like, I should be more excited or I what should be more... What do you mean you don't more... get highly emotional? Like, I wasn't feeling emotional, emotional, <laughs> <laughs> emotional or, like, passionate or, like, I don't know. Like, there's... I
2: You were can't... passionate when we recorded last week. You're passionate of course, now. What of are do you...
1: But it's like I kick into this. No passion this, in between recordings? Apparently. <laughs> I kick into like this like super logical, I don't know, sense of I need to understand what, like I'm processing. Okay. All of these things people are saying, what do I really feel about it? And all of these things before I just react, where I know a lot of people just react, right? Yeah. Like you see this and you're like,
2: ah! and well, I would think that's a healthy thing, the way you're approaching it of. I don't know. Gathering the facts, making your observations, letting it process before just immediately throwing out an emotional response. So why do you say that? I wouldn't relate
0: to this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't say that. I should say. Well, you already did. So now you have to explain. You don't let your emotions show.
0: Not at the moment. Depending.
1: Rarely. Well, yes. Unless it's like super. And I'm not talking about like super high conflict or like super intense situations. But I know like some people will just go off the rails as soon as they read a comment or as soon as they get any feedback or whatever. And I just thought it was weird that I wasn't in that state more after last night and this morning. And so I just I don't know. So what do you make of that? I don't know. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> that this is why I, I am the way I am. So you're, so what I, was your you were, So what I was taking out of it your is Your logical
2: approach. What?
1: I very much need time to process things. Like I try not to Like, there are things that I react to. I'm not saying that. But I try to take time to process before I react or form an opinion.
2: So let's talk about the difference then between being passionate and being, like, holding passion for a topic versus emotionally responding to it. Like, those are different things. Yeah. So, for instance, you say Matt doesn't show his feelings. That said, Matt's a very passionate guy. Oh, yeah. Like, it just may not.
1: It's not expressed the same as...
2: Yeah, you just might not show it in the form of very I
1: mean,
0: visible or quick emotional responses. Or I won't get super emotional about something unless I know all of the facts.
1: So maybe we are the same.
0: Jessica's <laughs> 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 face just
2: lit up, <laughs> lit up with excitement.
1: Because that's totally what I've been thinking about this morning. Is like, yes, there were... Like the mean comments, of course, I immediately respond to those. Of I do not agree with this, right? Yeah, but but then all of the other stuff that comes in, I like to process and think about yeah, it.
0: And all of the mean comments, it's they don't have all the facts either.
1: No, yeah.
0: And so I would rather choose my battle very strategically. Yeah. If I don't know the facts, I'm not going to get in the freaking battle.
1: And that's how I am too. And my sister-in-law actually, when we were on our little trip to Phoenix, we started talking about some things and she's like going off about these things and, and, I'm, and we're on a run and we got done and she's like, I'm sorry, I probably said too much. And I was like, I'm just not responding because I don't know enough to like have an intelligent point of view here. So I feel like I need to have more information before I respond, right? Right. Yeah. So, and I was like, I'm not offended at all. I'm processing. I'm thinking. And I think some people automatically take that as I'm offended, and I'm not. I don't offend easily. What are you thinking, Steve?
2: I'm thinking of how often at work, Matt, someone will present something that, say there's some problem with a client. Mm -hmm. Your response, more often than not, is a question for additional information, Mm -hmm. as opposed to... Do this, this, and this. Or a... I can't believe an emotional response of I can't believe this has happened, you know, like something that could elicit an emotional response of who's to blame for this problem or what are we doing about this or why did this happen or what the heck? Instead, your response often is, you know, a question of I need these details. Somebody somebody fill in the blank on this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And until those blanks are filled, (laughs) I'm not going to even respond. Yeah. You know what's
1: funny is I think I get the emotional response from your work stuff like you turn to me to give me that emotional response because there I'm not to be connected to it. There has to be. There,
2: you're exactly Well, right. and, and I get that to too. You and I, one-on-one. I mean, you'll have frank discussions with me and how you feel about something right? positive or negative or whatever it is. But as far as like the email thread, like you're gathering information, you're not.
0: Which is huge, <laughs> yeah. right?
2: You're not like, going to project any emotion one way or the other on this scenario until you have all the facts. Right.
1: Okay, so that's what allows the conversation to keep moving forward, Right. And I feel like that also is, like, one of the things you have to learn to do to be able to have hard conversations, like we had last week, and share those emotions, is that you need to understand that you're gathering information. It's not that one of you is judging or creating, like, a hard and fast opinion, but we're gathering information from each other, right? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I I don't know. Just thoughts.
0: Yeah. that's what this life is all about, is I'm going to continue to gather information because... Figure I don't know all Figure the answers. Our
2: crap out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Gather information, find what resonates with you, and then lean into those things. All right. I think we're done.
2: Okay. Lunch is over. Lunch back is over. <laughs> lunch is over.
1: I made both you guys lunch. It's up in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, Justin did make
2: just sack lunches for us to take yeah.
0: back to work after <laughs> this. That so we could eat on the bus on the way back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you guys drive over together?
0: Yeah. Who did? Who drove? I did. No.
1: I don't know why I wanted to know that, but <laughs> I thought about it when I heard you guys come in the door. I was like, I wonder if they came together. I'm assuming they
2: did.
0: Steve drove his white convertible. I didn't want to drive in that. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> come on. It's 60 degrees. out. We can have the top down. It's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, we had a conference call
2: on the way over. Oh. Finished it in your driveway. Yep.
1: All right, guys. Thank you for being here and for having hard conversations with us.
2: No, thank you for being here. Oh, I thought <laughs> I thought you were talking to our listeners. I thought, you're I thought you were talking to me and Matt. You. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me and Matt and said, "Thanks, guys, for being here."
1: <laughs> I, I appreciate you guys showing up today as well. It meant a lot that you guys came here for lunch and
2: made this happen. So I do appreciate yep. that.
0: Yeah, we should do this more often.
1: Yeah, it's kind of awesome.
2: Maybe Wednesdays at lunchtime could become a thing. I don't know. Could be. I check with my boss. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks for being here. Drop us a rating and review if you can. Please share if you're enjoying it. Go share the episodes that speak to you on social media and tag us there. It really does make a huge difference for people who are trying to deal with these topics and similar things, situations. So
0: It's kind of like, have you ever listened to Dr. Laura Schlesinger? Uh-uh. Dr. Laura. Mm. She ends every single episode or recording or radio show episode with, now go do the right thing.
1: Yeah. There you go. And it's I like, like that.
0: Whatever is right to you, go do it.
1: Go do it. Yeah. Go do it. I like it. All right. Have a great week, y'all.
0: Thanks everybody.
1: Hey everyone, for the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change, our bodies change. Things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be
0: sure to answer it for you.